<laughs> We're here. Hi, guys. How are you today? <laughs> yeah. Like they can and, answer uh, us back. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess they could if they have some sort of like, you know, issues or if they're like uh, any of the characters in this film who all just appear to be touched in the head in uh, some way. I think they're all brilliant and have magical abilities. This is the greatest film ever made. Yeah. So we're going to talk today about uh, Toby Hooper's um, original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Uh, I think that just made yes. it 10 times. I want to go back and rewatch it just thinking about Massacre the whole time. Yeah. Well, you never heard the Ramon song where uh, Joey Ramon pronounces it that way for whatever reason. Oh, well, I feel uh, like I have and never put it together. You know what? You just gave because, me things to do tomorrow. Because he's trying to. Uh, to rhyme it with, uh, to, they took my baby away from May. So it becomes Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, I love that. You know, which is not how you pronounce it, Joey, but you can't do anything about it because you've been dead for a while. So that's true. You know, also, I forgive you. I forgive you too. Also, that's Charles D. Lincoln, and my name is Chelsea Lestage, and he, <laughs> he just sneezed and it was glorious. <laughs> bless you, bless you. Thank you. Bless you. And we are CL Square Productions, and we are here. Talking about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I'm going to say that for the rest of my life. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um. Yes. And um, I am in, <laughs> bless you, my mother's house. And so I have ominous lighting. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. And I get to I be the princess sneezing. of darkness. He is sneezing. Oh, I my think, God. I, I think I have some sort of like sinus infection or something. Yeah, you're still you still got the sneezy sneezes. Cause uh, I don't know when I've been sneezing. It's uh, and this is this is for all the uh, ladies. So I'm sure will be very <clears> excited <throat> about this. It's a it's a um it's a, it's not a healthy color. I'll put it I'll put it that way. Okay, well that that's great news. Yeah, it's not the color of a healthy person's uh, mukai. Mukai, um, masakai. Yes. yes, we're we're just. We're changing the game completely today. We are. We're like, you got a dictionary? We're just going to piss all over your dictionary and, and, mm-hmm. and pronounce everything the way we're going to pronounce things. Because we're fucking rebels. Give me a second. We are rebels. I think for once, Charles is whiter than I am. It doesn't make any sense. You just, I'm like, well, go to a doctor. I love you. Go to a doctor. You know. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh. You just have to show like your tissue pile at the end. You know, well... Uh, I'm finally feeling t- better. <laughs> I said I haven't had a tissue pile since I was a teenage boy. So. Uh, wah, wah. Hey, Casey, you want to yeah. say hi to Uncle Charles? They're sleeping. I don't know if you can see them because it's too dark, but they are here. The children are here as guests. Yeah. yeah. So why don't you uh, talk about the narration from a young John Larroquette, uh, um, who was paid in pot? What? Yeah. So they had a lot of. They actually, um, to be able to afford to make the movie, all of the actors had to get deferred payments. Um, and they were only paid um, once the film was sold. Um, really? And then they, only, they all only got half of what they had been promised. Really? Yeah. Um, re- because, because the production company signed a shitty deal um, to get the movie paid and ended up only owning 50% of the film. Damn. So all the profits that they thought were going to get had to be split in half. 
I mean, like, what can you do with that? You can't, like, what I, I heard recently the term, like, you can't get blood out of a turnip or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was thinking if I were one of them, did they consider, like, suing or something like that? Oh, no, you really there, was can. A, there, eventually was, there eventually was a lawsuit about it because the movie made millions of dollars. Um, you know, yeah. but uh, it wasn't, you know, um, but John Lowerkett, who did the uh, narration, and now we know him from, uh, well, I know him from Night Court. I don't know what else he's done uh, besides that, but I know he's like an accomplished actor. But at the time, he had no money and uh, was a young, like, starting off actor, and he was literally paid in marijuana. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when did they to, shoot uh, this? Get... They shoot this in, like, 73? Uh, yeah. Yeah. In Texas, yeah. They actually shot it in Texas in 73, when yeah. it takes place. Every, every one of the actors were local Texas actors, except for Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface, who was uh, from Iceland. He was from Iceland? Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Okay. So, film you're about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths. Five youths. In particular, Sally Hardesty, which, why would they say that? Because it just gives away who's yeah, going to live. They give away the entire, they give away the entire plot, basically, in this first thing. So, yeah. we talked about Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. Franklin. Invalid. Like, I haven't heard well, someone say invalid it, in a long... You haven't heard it in a long time, because this was a movie made before I was even born. So, yeah. you know, this is... Uh, they use terms like that back in the day. Uh, what was I, I was just watching um, something, too, about the progression of, like, you can't say handicapped anymore and all that stuff, too. Like, yeah. if you have to say disabled, and disabled people are now getting offended by that, which, like, to each their own, and everything is growing, and you have to respect everybody's proclivities and all that stuff. But invalid? <laughs> yeah, well, back in the day, <laughs> back you know, in the day. Uh, and and they pretty much treat him like one, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, everyone everyone's just a, everyone's an asshole in this film. Honestly, everyone's an asshole. No one's really like I feel like a three dimensional character. I don't even feel like some of them yeah. are tropes. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's um, sad. It is all the more it is all the more tragic in that they were young, but they had they lived very very long lives. They could not have expected, nor would they have wished, to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. And for them, for an them, idyllic I... summer afternoon <laughs> drive became a nightmare. I love that. The events, the of, that events day. of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. <laughs> I know you wanted the to say Texas that. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know you wanted to see that, say that. Yep. <laughs> so... You know. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Um, in fact, in fact, hold on. Give me one moment. Uh, so, talk about the beginning of the film. I figure. Uh, let me do something appropriate. I'm really scared. What are you gonna do? No one wants to see your anus, Charles. Anyway, so no, we get... that's not a thing that's gonna happen. <laughs> it says August 18th, 1973, and so the the screen is all black, and we have flashes of like yucky hands and decay and more yucky stuff, like yucky teeth and yucky shit. That's what I kept writing. Yeah. We see decaying bodies so and all that shit. I'm, I'm to, oh, no. Because it's appropriate for the film, I'm just going to wear my own leather face. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Charles. <laughs> so. It's perfect. Can you. Yes. Do you feel. Do you feel good with your decision? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. This is going to be a yes. fun podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah, so anyway, uh, we get the sounds of digging over a black screen. And, I can't yeah, even look at you. All sorts of... I can't <laughs> even look at you. I feel like I feel like I'm on like a Megal or chat roulette or something. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello, I'm Leatherface. Yes. This is this is this is the leather face that gets you in jail in Texas. Um, oh well, a hundred percent. My goodness, yes. Yeah, so we uh, we learn about um, there's a grave robbing happening in Texas, um, in Newbury, Texas. Oh wow, you were like, I can't do this anymore. In Newbury, Texas, that, it's um, hot in that fucking thing, man. So no, I, I believe it. Clubs. Yeah, because you like to sweat at clubs. I mean, yes. you do a lot of shit at clubs, honestly. Ugh, but, I want to go to a club. Let's talk about that. Like, not, like let's talk know. about that off the air. I haven't been to a club in like a decade. Yeah. It might be time. Well, there you go. See if I break um, anything. Anyway, yes. So, uh, you know, and, and we see a fleshless and drippy corpse in a graveyard uh, <laughs> with like another corpse in front. It's Basically, like, kind of made into, like, really weird art. Yes, and the corpse uh, has the biggest hands I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, the corpse that ho- that's holding the other skull has the biggest hands. It's also very drippy and wet. Like, way drippier and wetter than it would have been if it had been embalmed. So Maybe they don't have that in Texas, em- then. I mean, I don't know. The embalming process has been going for a very long time. Yes, clearly, yes. Uh, you know... <laughs> You know. It's like it reminded me of like how Imhotep looks when they finally like when they break open his tomb in the mummy, like and he's all wet and they, they even say they say wet and juicy like they were these yeah. guys were wet and juicy. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So there's basically like a dozen empty cribs. Parts have been removed. Uh, this is basically uh, the Ed Gein portion of the inspiration of the story. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, no, because, yeah, it was uh, partially based on Ed Gein. um, Oh, that makes sense. And how how he'd dig up, uh, you know, bodies and make furniture out of them. And, uh, you know, didn't he have, like, a purse made of, like, labias or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of labias, quite honestly, if you have Mm -hmm. a whole fucking purse of them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, um... And uh, so certain parts have been removed and people are coming to check the cemetery. Um, yes. Yes. Um, and that's and then, when we... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, that's when we start hearing a lot of what seem like unrelated news stories for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it's like shit in San Francisco, shit in Atlanta, like lots yeah. of fucking weird stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I liked the like whole idea that they kept having the... Um, like the news go on, like after they have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like logo or whatever, whatever the fuck it's called, title. And then um, I was I was bothered by it only because are a bunch of teenagers on like a fucking trip only going to be listening to the news? Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Like I, I can't remember once like stopping to listen to the news when we were kids unless it was like all right, let's check if there's traffic or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, like, it could be a thing. I know that, like, when I was given my car, someone gave me a car, thank you, friend, um, but the, the, before I figured out that 
I was only getting two stations on the radio because my antenna for the radio was sitting in the back seat of my car and wasn't actually in place. I got just the news and then I got um I got the news and I got country music. And so I listened to the mm. news because I don't like country music. You know, yeah. so that could have been a thing well, in the seventies, well, but I doubt it. Well that's that's because you don't appreciate real America like I do, Chelsea. That's like the most blasphemous thing you've ever said, I think, in your entire life. Like, I think, I think you know it, me. If there's if there's anything I love, it's Joe Sixpack uh, living out in the flyover states or the South. Yes. So, you, you love know. Kenny Chesney. Yes. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Um, how dare you? That's blasphemy. Them, yes. But I do love yes. them. Yes. So we meet this like like aqua green so, like seventies van. Yeah. So I was gonna say before we go on, for some odd reason, um, the subtitles of uh, where I was watching it uh, spelled Houston as H U S T O N. Interesting. See, I did not watch with subtitles because I watched with my stepfather figure, and he refused to watch it if it had the subtitles on. So that's good to know. Yeah. When I I don't I don't know why the subtitles were spelled. Uh, wrong but they were by the way <laughs> yeah I, I, well, I was gonna say i think that like you and i do owe this film a bit of an apology because we've been saying for years that her pants don't get dirty they don't until after the when she gets into the gas station afterward it's the whole it's about the wood sequence well, yeah yeah like i up until then it appears that like they kept changing her pants because they would be dirty and then they would be clean the next shot yeah. But then, like, the last half hour of the film, her pants completely get dirty. But I always wonder if that was... Now I'm wondering if it was because I hadn't seen, like, the remastered version. Did you watch um, the 40th anniversary edition? Yes. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, that's what I watched, too. I didn't know if that was wrong, because I, I couldn't find anything else. Yeah, like, no, that was that was the uh, version that I watched, too. And it okay. was... Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that, like, because I remember them not getting dirty at all. Mm-hmm. And no, now I'm wondering I do if it's too. maybe. Yeah, and now I'm wondering if it's maybe just because the version we had was not, you know, like all remastered and cleaned and all that sort of stuff. And it was just the fact they shot in 16 millimeter yeah. that we didn't get to see the actual detail. Yeah. Yeah, maybe because you know, I remember like yeah. I like I, I got upset where I was like, fuck, I've been like a fucking liar for years. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I swear to fuck same boat, same boat. I swear to fucking Christ that I fucking like. She never had dirty pants ever. Yeah, I've seen this several times over my life yeah. and I don't remember her pants being dirty except for the final shot at any point in the film. Yeah. Yep. Okay. As long as I'm not alone, because I was thinking and I was talking to Errol, that's my stepfather figure about this. And I was just like, I swear, am I fucking crazy? And he even was just like, I've seen this movie a million times. Her pants never got dirty. Yeah. 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 The only thing I I mean, I don't I, I doubt they went back and digitally made her pants dirty. Mm-mm. Um, You know, <laughs> that would have been so that would have been so much fucking effort. Yeah. So I think I think we just couldn't see it because the film stock was shitty. Well, that sounds good. Also, I will preface this because I'm going to bring it up a couple of times with a couple funny instances that happened with this. There was a lag because I'm watching it at my mother's in my mother's house in the woods um, up mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. And there was a 30 second lag with the audio. 
the entire oh, movie, no matter what I did. Oh, God. Yeah. So no matter what I did, I even paused it for like 20 minutes, like let yeah. it just run. I would stop it. I'd restart it. I do no matter what. There was a 30 mm. second lag and I was watching it on Freevee and yeah. the um, and so there's commercials and every single time like there'd be a commercial for Liberty Mutual or like Aflac or something that would run into yeah. her into her screaming. It's hilarious. It's so funny. What's, what's very odd about the commercials when I was watching it um, on Amazon, um, it kept doing Sandy like local San Diego commercials. That's fucking weird. Which I'm like, why would Amazon have any local area for its commercials? Yeah, that's really fucking weird. And you and you don't you're not in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, no. Nothing none the of radio, the numbers. The here. radio talked about San Diego, didn't it? In the beginning of this movie. The radio uh, talked about San Diego. Or was it San Francisco? I don't remember. San Francisco. San oh, Francisco. Okay. So I was trying to find it. a logical explanation, but there wasn't. Yeah, no, there's no reason. There's no reason for Amazon to have commercials um, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not commercials. I mean, but any any regional targeted like regional commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Mine were all um, mine were all like Liberty Mutual, Aflac, and things like that. But it would and, run into things, and it's so funny. And then, and it was like some sort of like stick that your cat licks. Um, like delectables or something <laughs> like that. It's called. Okay, I want to yeah. research that. No, now it's going to turn up everywhere. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so we get uh, Franklin, um, who is a uh, a disabled person or whatever. What is the term now? What differently disabled? Able? What am I supposed to dis- say? Disabled is the term still until we come up with a new one. But okay. I was watching something. I think it was it was. No, no, I was I was listening about I know it's endless October, but I was listening to it yesterday or talking with relatives at not Christmas yesterday. And the, um, and they were talking about how you can't people don't want disabled anymore because they work with disabled kids yeah. um, and that they're trying to figure out a new word. So disabled's on the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is wild. But disabled is fine mm-hmm. for now until oh. we get canceled when this goes live. It, it's still better than in invalid. Invalid. Yeah invalid like thanks 1970s invalid which is also just like what's funny is that it, you know it's spelled exactly like invalid and so people who are not yeah. educated because it could just could just be like invalid brother like what and like if they're not that educated it could be like, they don't know what bastard means like a bastard mm-hmm. bastardized child from you know the 17th century and then mm-hmm. Invalid, like, oh, what's wrong with him or something? And there's just so many problems with the word invalid. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But we meet Franklin, and Franklin's in a wheelchair. Let's say that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's Sally's and, brother. Yep. And uh, Kirk is uh, so inside the uh, the van. We have Sally, who is wearing white pants. White pants, girl. We have we have Pam, who the camera loves doing shots of her ass. Yes. Um, in her little um. I don't even know what kind of what color that would be, like reddish brownish. Her shirt. Uh, or her spike. shorts. They're her like shorts. a burgundy. They're like a deeper version yeah. of whatever's hanging up behind you. Yeah. It's um, like my hair version of what's behind you. Yeah. Then we get Kirk, who's kind of the I guess the more traditional, uh, attractive dude. And then we get um Jerry, who just looks like disco stew from the fucking Simpsons. 
Yes. None of them you know. are really distinguishable, distinguishable between the other one, too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And, I mean, if we really want to get into it, like, literally, there's just all this dialogue that doesn't mean anything and doesn't have any effect on the movie. Yeah, the, and that happens pretty much, like, you know, for half of the movie. There's dialogue yeah. that is completely unnecessary. There's a repetition of things that just, or of phrases, of words, um, and scenes that just go on far too long and serve yeah. no purpose. Like, a, every, anyone is going to understand what you're saying. There's no, there's no point in yeah. a lot of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. I'll... And that's the thing is, I wonder if half this fucking small talk was just kept in there because this would be like a fucking this would be a short. Yeah. If you left it to only necessary dialogue. Yeah. You don't see Leatherface until more than halfway through the film. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I wanted to pause it and put down the time code of exactly when you saw him for the first time. But I was afraid that then the audio lag would be more than 30 seconds. Yeah. Suddenly (laughs) you have fucking, you know. Drayton uh, being yelled at. You're only a cook when he's not even on the screen. Yep. No, that happened twice. That That happened twice. Oh, Jesus. I know. But it was like, Chelsea, you got to just like kill your darlings and choose your battles at the same time. Anyway. Yes. So. Yeah. So. So they're going out to. I mean, really, do we? I mean. Describing, you know, we see Franklin fall down a fucking like hill while he's trying to pee, and then they're talking about astrology, and it's like none of this is important. I think that this um, might be our shortest podcast of all time. <laughs> yeah. So they're going out to. Like, I'm trying to narrow it down to what's important. So it's exactly like they're going. They're going to see if if uh, Sally's grandfather's grave has been disturbed, and there's creepy the men sheriffs. that are fucking creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, and the local sheriff says they're not. So, okay, they go to get gas. And then they never <laughs> well, know. Yeah, they go to get gas and it's fucked up. And, like, eventually, I'm skipping ahead and then we can go right back. But, like, you never find yeah. out why they're looking to go to that house. Yeah. And they never even mention that they're heading to that house that's owned by Sally and Franklin's family until that moment. Which is which is here the thing. They call it the Franklin house. Yeah. Does that mean Franklin's like Frank the Franklin Franklin? Like why like I think, was it, I think named that after, Franklin like, I think yeah. that Franklin must be Franklin Jr. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that makes sense. But yeah, they're going to get gas and this gas station's creepy yeah. as fuck and they don't have gas. Yeah. But we're but I realize we're so uh yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to figure out what to skip over and what not to, because I don't really <laughs> give a shit about the weird drunk guy giving a whole speech that doesn't mean anything in the no, the graveyard. Um, and then Franklin talk, Franklin talking like a 12 year old trying to freak out his like younger sister. We're talking about the, how they do things in slaughterhouses. Um, I mean, like that whole thing just bothered me, honestly. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea, I mean, the whole idea of killing animals for food bothers me anyway, but you know, they go into such gross detail about it and I don't like it. But you know what I mean is he totally felt like I've heard like I remember being like in second grade <laughs> where boys would go into that much detail just to try to freak out people, you know, yeah. but that's what he felt like. He felt like an overanxious second grader trying to freak out like one of the girls in class. Yep. Agreed. You know, so then they pick up a hitchhiker and um, uh, this hitchhiker. Uh, I'm just going to have to he, while you're talking, I'm going to have to like scroll to where I am in my notes because I took yeah. I took very detailed notes about shit that does not matter. So yeah. but, 
Yes, the hitchhiker, whose name I never... What's his name? They literally do not give his name. Uh, he's just listed so. in, in... He's listed in the credits as hitchhiker. Um, and uh, in part two, Chop Top, who's, who, you know, is Bill Mosley's breakthrough role, um, is his brother, who is carrying around a corpse, and he he refers to the corpse by a name. But we don't know if that's a nickname or his actual name. So, yeah. So we don't know if that, like, the part two reveals his name or we still don't know his name. And his brother is just calling him something. I wrote crazy man and I wrote gas station man for the guy in the gas station. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Traditionally, they're known as the hitchhiker and the cook. But, um. Uh, we do know uh, from, and we know from part two what the uh, the the cook's name is. It's Drayton Sawyer. Drayton. Um, yes. Drayton. Yeah, but they don't. I don't believe they ever say that at any point in this film. No, I also it took me a while to get Kirk and Pam's names. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. So uh, you know the hitchhikers there while uh, Franklin is cleaning out his fucking nails with a pocket knife. Which he does for far too long and far too often. Yeah. And, even after and there's blood in it. <laughs> and even as fucked up as this hitchhiker is, they're still really rude to him. Yeah, the rude is fucked to him. Don't pick a, a hitchhiker. You know, I actually, I picked up a hitchhiker this year and she was a doll. Don't do that. Yeah. I, I did it that. in Mallorca. You're, I did it in Spain. Yeah. You'll still get murdered. No, it's, she was she uh, was a sixteen year old wonderful girl and her car broke down. So, but like yeah. before that, it's never happened before. But I'm like, don't do yeah. it. I agree. Don't pick up hitchhikers. I got yeah. lucky. You will not. <laughs> yeah, I think we just picked up Dracula. Like the fact that you're immediately saying that while the guy's in the car. Yeah, I mean, like also you could see before he gets in the car. I assume that the, like, locks work on the van. Like, you could always just lock the doors, even if you decide to pull over and you see blood on this man's face. Wouldn't you immediately just lock the doors and keep going? Movie yeah. over. Well, I guess, I guess they just assume that he works at the slaughterhouse. Oh, right. Yes, you but know. don't they have a bathroom at the slaughterhouse? Somewhere to clean uh, up. Do you think anywhere in this film is a bathroom? Um, yes, because you see a bathroom, you see a toilet, and Sally's shot in the gas station before she's taken to dinner. Yeah. Yes. That's it. I was like, oh, a toilet. That is the only toilet in all of that fucking uh, county. I believe it. It used to be the creek, and, well, you know. The creek, as uh, they say in in, in Kentucky. Um, It's my armpit, yes. And then they start talking about, like, you know, it's like, the gun's no good. The old way was better with a sledgehammer. They died better that way because people get put out of jobs with the new way. And yeah. uh, then he starts showing off his pictures of him killing at the fucking slaughterhouse. Yeah, no, it's really devastating, too, because I'm just like, it's the 70s. You know damn well they didn't have, like, prosthetic cows or something. You know, you so know. he starts cutting it. He start, you know what? In fact, there's actually when Sally gets her finger cut, um, they that was actually her finger just actually getting cut. What? Um, yeah, they just cut Marilyn, Marilyn Burns' uh, finger because uh, the blood, the fake blood, wasn't working. Holy shit! Yeah. So you know, I almost wonder if him cutting his fucking hand was just the actor cutting his fucking hand. I don't know. 
Um, That's crazy. Yeah, no, apparently every one of the actors left this movie with injuries, and Toby Hooper even said that uh, it took a couple years for several of them to start talking to him again. Because between the money and the fact that all of them, like when, when uh, I'm going to skip ahead for a little bit, when Kirk is, uh, you know, when he's supposed to be cutting up Kirk with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. um, Gunnar Hansen was legitimately running a real chainsaw three inches from the actor's fucking head. <gasps> Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, he didn't Holy cut him with shit. it, but the actor said that he was like, if I had to move, if I moved even, like, one fucking inch, he would have, it would have cut my fucking head open with a chainsaw. Holy fuck. So, Did he yeah, film it was, not, was this an independent film? A hundred percent. A hundred percent independent film. Yeah. Holy yeah, it was fuck. like a it was a sixty thousand dollar budget. Yeah, oh, sixty thousand dollar budget, and then another uh, twenty three for post. Damn. Yeah, and that's where they ended up getting screwed because they couldn't afford post, so they went to like someone else, mm-hmm. and that person had them sign a very predatory um, contract, and then like took all the millions of dollars that came in, and that became a big lawsuit. Who won? Um, I don't know. It didn't really say. It just said that there was a lawsuit. Yeah, that makes sense. Damn. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, I mean, this movie was made, like, completely unsafely. It was apparently, um, like, like, Leatherface, like, they did not wash Leatherface's outfit because they were afraid that if they washed it, it would change colors. How many days did it take to film, do you know? A month. Okay. That's disgusting. A month? And it was um, at least ninety to one hundred degrees in the in the uh, like in the exteriors and interiors of every shot. Wow. Yeah. So Fuck. you know, I'm sure Gunnar Hansen was very pleasant to be around. Um, after Why, a how did they find Gunnar Hansen? That's the question, too. You know, I don't know. Like, like, where did know. he come from? Like, why Iceland? Like, what? I mean, like, not questioning why he was born in Iceland. People are born everywhere, every day. But like, what the fuck? Like, how I did mean, they find this fucker? Yeah, no, he must have been miserable. Yeah, I'm sure he was probably just fucking angry all the time, and he probably smelled fucking horribly. Yeah. Just from having to wear the mask like for twelve hours a fucking day. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean we're talking like 12 to 16 hour days for a month in 90 degree heat where his outfits can't get washed. Yeah. And yeah, so has he done anything I mean, since then too? Like Oh god, well I mean he became like known for being Leatherface cuz they brought him back for the sequels. Okay. Okay. And then he passed away a few years back. Um Okay. But uh but yeah, he was very much known for playing Leatherface, and then he, uh, just like Jason Hodder, who plays, who's known for playing Jason, mm-hmm. and then the many, many uh, Michael Myers, so many. Um, yeah, he he was a big mainstay on the festival circuit when he was alive and stuff, and you know the horror con- conventions and everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, makes sense. So he's all cut and deep, uh, the hitchhiker. Um. And, He's all uh, cut Franklin's, and deep. Yep, this Franklin's is song title very, now. <laughs> very terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, the hitchhiker, he, I mean, he really just comes off like someone who's very mentally not there. No, he's not. I mean, like, their big mistake was picking him up in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. He invites, he like, invites them to dinner. He, well, go on. Yeah, no, they, he invites them to dinner. They're like, no, we really have to get going. Um, they're, they never say where they're going. They never express urgency until this guy is totally like creeped out by them. And then I think I'm not in my right place in my notes, but I think that, um, and then he goes and he asks to see Franklin's knife or we're past that. Yeah, we're past that already because oh, he had but, already started cutting himself with the. So, but he has knife. his own knife, and it's a fucking straight razor too, which is yeah. just like so. You know, he's mentally not there, has not been to school because he thinks that that's a knife. So that's a problem. Um, luckily enough, he puts he like puts it away. I don't, I don't know. This guy's fucking nuts, and he pulls out a camera. So this man has a camera, and obviously doesn't know the value of a camera because he could, if he sold that camera. Because I was thinking about that camera and how mm-hmm. at that time period that camera is probably like forty, fifty years old, maybe something uh-huh. like that. He could make so much money in the seventies selling that camera, but instead he takes a photo of Franklin and um Franklin's obviously upset about it and he pulls out a thing of aluminum foil and lights it on fire in this closed van which is well, what you do He only does that after they refuse to give him $2 for the picture. Yes. Which you don't Yeah. $2 for the I got I got scammed like that in Mexico once and they would not mm. leave me alone for like a day and a half. Like they yeah. found me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I had to, I had someone try to pull that. Oh, uh, you uh, they bump into you and then they uh, like, hey, man, you broke my glasses. Oh, yeah. Um, But I didn't give a shit. It's so. like they just now they just now started like, you know, putting up signs around Times Square that like, you know, you're not obligated to tip people if you take photos with the characters and stuff like that. that people yeah. are dressed in. Things like that. But you like growing up, I remember that like my folks felt obligated to do so because they'd take a photo and be like, oh, a photo. And then be like, that'll be ten dollars. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like I like I had someone who, you know, as I said, like he pulled that. um, uh, And it's funny because before I had heard it was a scam, I would just legitimately didn't give a shit. I was I was like, well, you need to be less clumsy. (laughs) He's like, no, man, you fucked up nice. my glasses. I'm like, well, nice. whatever. <coughs> you know, better get out of my face. Your glasses aren't going to be the only thing that gets fucked up, dude. And then he him. kind of, yeah, then he kind of backed off. And then, like, a month later, I heard that that was, like, a scam that they were pulling on people. And so you knew I, better. It was, I, it's not that I even knew better. It's I didn't give a shit. I'm like, I don't fucking care if I fucked up your glasses. I don't fuck you. <laughs> you should have been, you should have been more careful. Yep. So, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, like I just, I just, I found it funny. I was like, I didn't fall into a scam. I didn't fall into the scam because I'm kind of an asshole, not because I knew it was a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think that, I would like to think that your gut instinct as a New Yorker, like a born and bred New Yorker, is that you were just like, you knew innately somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As I said, like, I just, I, I, you know, if you bump, if you bump into someone, you know, and you fucking break up, fuck up your glasses. Well, then, dude, be more careful when you're how you're walking. Yes. You know, that's you it. You should be careful. You know, not like he was carrying, you know, like it, it's not like, you know, he was carrying a fucking Faberge egg or some shit. You know, it's their fucking glasses. If you also bump into someone, 
bad enough to yeah. break your glasses, well then that's your fault. That's your fault. That's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Also, also, where the fuck are all the Fabergé eggs? I've always wanted to see them. I smashed them. All of them. That makes sense. I was just in like, eh, fuck your eggs. <laughs> fuck your you eggs. You want them scrambled? Have them. Hey, they have the fucking eggs. You hire Harvey Weinstein. He comes in and he jerks off on them and makes them over easy. It's great. See, it's a shame you don't. It's a shame you don't watch uh, Always Sunny because uh, it's kind of a running joke of Danny DeVito's character just carrying a fucking egg in his pocket. I think I knew that. Egg, yeah, and offering people eggs at just weird, inappropriate times. I mean, like that's. I feel like that's a good thing for people to do. Honestly, <laughs> someone should actually care. I'm sure there is someone who carried on that tradition. Someone who actually actively does that. I'm sure yeah. that's a thing. It has hmm. to be. Anyway, we're talking so, about this movie that we love so much. Yeah, so they kick him out. Uh, that's the thing. Like you know, um, you have to love it because it is what it is. This is one of those films that, like everybody else, like I don't, you know, I, I, I don't hate the movie, but I don't see, I don't understand what people like about it. Like I understand how influential it is in movie in in horror history. It made a huge impact on like we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now, say if it weren't for this movie and a couple other ones. Yeah. You know, and like so it many, paved the and, way. And so many movies have done their own version of the fucking dinner scene. Um, I've been a part of movies that have done their own version of the dinner scene. Yes, you know, but but like I, so I understand like how influential it is, but I just I don't. To me, it's not a it's not a film that I enjoy. It's not a film that I look at, mm-hmm. and um, because you know, as I said, it's a bunch of unlikable characters who all just act like shitty people and just allow, just waltz into somebody else's home. Breaking and entering. I wrote that too. I was like, "This is breaking in, yeah. breaking in." I'm sure that was still a law back then. You don't do no, that. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um. So yeah. So they kick the hitchhiker out of the van, and yes. uh, and he wipes his blood them. on something, on yep, the van. Which he wipes I, his blood. Which I think, which um, they don't really make clear, but I think that was the sign to Drayton that hey, these are people to fuck with. Okay, I was wondering. It was like, is this some weird? This was me giving the movie way too much credit for what it was. I was like, is this some weird pagan symbol? Is this, what is this? What could this be? No. And Chelsea, it's probably just a sign to, like, tell the other people, like, okay, kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure not everyone who goes to that but gas then, station gets killed. But then also, he's not that smart. Like, that man is not that smart to do that. The hitchhiker is not that smart. And also, there's no gas at that gas station. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind how many cars are um, are in their pro- are on their property. Right. So it's probably like any car that they see that has that bloody symbol on it, kill those people. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. Um, but yeah, you know. So so uh, we see Sally. She comes up. Uh, she starts uh, wrapping up Franklin's wound. While Pam is reading everybody's uh, horoscopes, and then we see a man with a severely like I wonder if this man is okay. Well, yeah, I mean it's like a fucking forty-eight, forty-nine-year-old movie, so he could be dead by now. But that dude had a super swollen forehead; like there was something like legitimately wrong. Yeah, with how swollen that man's forehead was. No, you're right. He had a giant forehead. Maybe he just had a big brain. 
uh, if you have a brain that size, it usually is uh, meningitis, and it means you're going to die, and it happens to babies. So, you know. Great. Yeah, no, one of my exes, um, her uh, little brother um, died as a baby that way because his brain was too big for his head. Damn. Is that what meningitis yeah. is? I don't even know that. Yeah. At least the version he had, yeah. That's what it is, yeah. I always thought meningitis was some, like, strep throat type thing. Obviously, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, so, um, they ask for gas. Drayton tells them, uh, you know, there won't be any until uh, late tonight or tomorrow morning. And uh, they ask him where the old Franklin place is. And he basically tells them a lot of, uh, you don't want to go to that. It's an old abandoned place. And them girls don't want to go there. Um, yeah, and, but, uh, like, it's it's his property, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so silly. But also, it should have been, like, well-maintained. Uh, you know, a lot of these things don't add up. Whereas, yeah. like, if th- it's put in Franklin Jr.'s name, because we never learn about Sally and Franklin's parents, right? And just that this manor is there, and they used to, they stayed there once when um when Sally's grand when their grandmother mm-hmm. died, you know. Yeah. But if it's put in their name, say, and that's why they're going there, like they should have been given like the will and we should have learned a little more about that family and about like why they're going there in the first place and they should have maintained it better the property yeah no this like i mean you can tell this location is just an abandoned place they found um but storyline wise it makes no sense that the place would be this like unmaintained yeah like this looks like a They're place that, that no old. one like these people are in no their one 20s. Has been in, yeah, this looks like a place no one has been in for like 25, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And we never see things like, you know, characters want to go down to the creek. We never see the two sheds that this trail is between all these things. Yeah, you think that they just like found an abandoned house and shot in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes I, sense. I get the I get the feeling that they were they had the line about um, the old house or something, and maybe they lost that location, or maybe they thought this place wasn't in the disrepair it was in, you know. But uh, I love stuff like that, though. I mean, that's the thrill of indie filmmaking in a way. You know, so they tell Franklin, of course, because they're wonderful and they want to get the guy in the wheelchair to, to fucking clean out all the blood on the side of the fucking van. Um. They're horrible to Franklin, but Franklin's also a horrible person. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, none of these people are fucking. Um, There's no you know, redeemable quality about all. any of them. No. No. So they go off like to go swim, and they're gonna leave Franklin alone for an hour while they're all going up. While they're all upstairs having fun and laughing. They laugh for way too long and about nothing, and it's very loud and very fucking annoying. it's so annoying how much they're laughing how much of a good time they're having i mean i think like the only redeemable thing about that is like it's um it's uh it gives way or it leads to alludes to that's the word um like the weird chicken and pig noises we get in the leatherface house Mm. but but Still, it doesn't make any sense as to why they're having such a good time, and they completely forget about the invalid brother. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't make. We shouldn't. 
<laughs> refer to him as an invalid. No, because they don't do that in this movie at all. Um, you know, but the it well, I'm saying we need to be better than the movie Chelsea. We need to we need to to go and 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 be above the level that they chose to refer to Franklin as because Franklin is his own uh, person and his own and Franklin is and that's the thing. Franklin is just a piece of shit too. Like it's. Franklin you know, is like to be honest, like really fucking annoying. Yeah, like, and he just says the same thing over and over and over and over again. Keeps dredging mm-hmm. up same things. If you're gonna like make him like a disabled person who also has like mental like like incapabilities, mm-hmm. then do that. Then do that. Yeah. Make that evidently known, and then yeah. we'll be like, it's okay that he's repeating the same thing over and over again. But even then, then Sally is just not sympathetic to him whatsoever. And she cares just more about her boyfriend. Her brother. Yeah. And she's the one you who know. asked him to go anyway. Yeah. So they, uh, they, they see another house. They hear it has a generator. Kirk has the brilliant idea that he's going to sell his guitar for gasoline, even though he's not even holding a guitar. There's no guitar that you ever see in the van ever. Yeah. And, uh, when they knock on the door and no one answers, uh, he just lets himself in. He lets he himself just... in. Yeah, of course. Big, 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 big issue. And I remember this, other than the white pants, this was like one of my biggest issues the first time I watched this movie. Is that they just are like, they're just going like, look at this house. They don't even need help at this point. No, they just walk right the fuck in and he gets grabbed by Leatherface and uh also so triple a existed during this time they could have called triple a and had their car towed to a gas station ah but remember they don't have a phone oh yeah it's the 70s yeah but remember no drayton even said the gas station doesn't have a phone i think he was lying <laughs> that that is possible but um <laughs> so uh pam uh you know uh looks for kirk when she kind of snaps out of it we got a, a just a, 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 a like fucking tracking shot of her ass. But, yeah, no, uh, they love Pam's ass, and this girl has no ass. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't have an ass, but you know, so respect to people with no asses. But like, come on, like, dude. No, anyway, continue. It's not relevant. So, um, you know, and then she goes right in too. And honestly, I legit can't think of a, of any good reason to just walk into someone else's home uninvited, even if someone else like needs if you help. Were, like if you were, if you were Sally at the end of this movie, yes, do it. You know, you're bleeding out from the head. You're gonna die. The door is open. Do whatever you have to do in order to live. That is not the case with these people. Yeah, you know. They're and just she fucking just, stupid. Yeah, she she just makes herself at home, starts wandering around inside their place, and then she finds the room filled with like chicken feathers and teeth and And this very, is the no, longest sequence yeah. of shit that I've seen in my entire goddamn life. And it went on so long. It went on so fucking long, showing every little thing in that room that I wanted to turn the movie off. And I just, I just kept thinking, this is a really unsanitary room. Well, yes, that too. Yeah. That too. And it takes until this long ass sequence is over for her to vomit. Or like, think about vomiting. Yeah. So Leatherface pops out of his room and grabs her as she exits. And um, 
I noticed she kicks off her slippers when he grabs her, and I wonder if that was on purpose because maybe he she kept kicking him with her slippers on or something. I didn't. Sorry, say that again. What? When he grabs her, she kicks off both of her slippers. Oh. And I wonder if that was. I wonder if maybe in 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 uh, takes they did before, she kept kicking him or something, and he like asked her to take them off or something. Interesting. Because it's weird that she would kick off both of her slippers at the same time when being grabbed. Yeah, I never. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Honestly, I mean that makes sense. Um, so, so anyway, we're not mentioning that there's like a room in this house that is a red wall and it has all these animal like um, skulls, skulls and shit on it. And there's like a big metal door that he can slam shut. And yeah. that's basically where everyone is lured to. If you haven't seen this movie, that's fucking stupid anyway. But <laughs> and well, and here's the thing, because um, it's, uh, you know, because it's. uh possibly the Christmas season, even though it's endless October. Um, he hangs her on a hook because really anything can be an ornament if you hang it on a hook. I put that um, on my Instagram story. It was like anything's yeah. a anything's a hook anything's an ornament if you brave if you're brave enough and it's and it's him and Pam. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> and he starts running up his chainsaw um and uh, he starts cutting up Kirk, but uh that's as I said where he was running it about three inches from the actor's fucking head. Um so, That's crazy. Also, then, it's only 310 days until uh, Halloween, even though it's Halloween now. Uh, so um, we uh, we now go to Franklin, who we find out Franklin has not even cleaned up the fucking van. Franklin um, hasn't done anything. Yeah. And then Jerry, but Jerry is being an even bigger dick to him. Yeah. So Jerry's like, oh, the guy's going to come and murder you. I told him where you live. Ha ha ha. I told I told him your zip code and all that shit. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck, yeah. fuck all these people. Yeah, and then Sally is gonna look for the knife inside the van. She takes a good twenty seconds to do it before giving up completely. Yeah, she really doesn't. And imagine, imagine being me with a thirty second lag. She's already yeah. out of the van and has given up. <laughs> when she says, "Oh, I give up," she's already been out of the van yelling at him for Jerry. <laughs> And then Jerry Jerry says he's going over by the creek, and Sally is like, "Oh, let me come." And he's like, "No, I want you to stay here." And like, she okay. just listens too. Yeah, and also it's her family's house. Yeah, that does not make so, any sense whatsoever. You know, and uh, so Jerry goes to the other house. He hears giggling noises that he assumes is Pam. Which is weird because if she's in a fridge, you wouldn't have heard those noises at all. Also, you hear like the wrestling of of the freezer, and when they open the freezer, yeah. she's still just passed the fuck out. Yeah. Well, when she when he also she gets up and does some weird interpretive dance looking thing. There's so many interpretive. Thank you for saying yeah. that because there are so many interpretive dances in this movie, and this is the first yeah. one. No, yeah. no, the first one is the hitchhiker alongside the van going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, Leatherface hits Jerry with the hammer. And um, the one part that I like is that Leatherface is genuinely upset that all these people keep walking into his house. That is the only character development we get in the entire movie. Um, I think. And it is the fact that, yeah, yes, like, he's really he sits like I, down and is just like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. Because that's that's a completely natural response to all these fuckers just randomly walking into your house. Definitely. Like, oh, gotta kill him. Like, oh, well, I just, I, I also wrote, I was just like, character ve- development, yes, but also, also, like, fuck, I only have two freezers. You know. <laughs> so, he knows he's gonna get in trouble. You know. Um, and, uh, at this point, Sally is beeping the horn because she's determined to kill the battery on the car they don't have gas for. Yes. And also the thing that doesn't make sense. So this whole sequence, this whole sequence. Yes. um, There's no keys uh, and yet the lights are on. (laughs) Yes. So I talked to Errol about this. Talked to Errol about this. And he said during the 70s, it was very well possible that you could turn the lights on without the keys. And I was like, I call bullshit. I call bullshit. So I went out to my car because I have an Mm -hmm. old as fuck car and I couldn't do it. Mm. I mean, but your car like, isn't from the seventies, though. Your car is like from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. But the um, but you know, I like brought up to Errol, right? Because like he saw this movie in theaters when it came out, and yeah. um, and he was just like, it could have been possible, but yeah. So the lights are on the whole time. There's no gas. They're bu- like beeping the horn. That's the other thing I didn't bring up too. When they're pulling up to the house initially, mm-hmm. they make that slow stop on the exterior shot of the house with them in the foreground, the van in the foreground, yeah. Yeah. and it's a slow stop, and then they accelerate really quick. That is mm-hmm. the greatest way to exert gas that you can possibly do because they mm-hmm. like slam on the gas to take that left turn to go into the house, and I'm like, didn't you're trying to save gas, man. You're doing the opposite by what you just did, slowing down and then accelerating really fast. Like, again, it's for the yeah. shot, but, yeah, no, but Errol said it's possible. Mm. I have to trust well, an, 80, an 82-year-old man. I don't know. With okay. this regard. But, sure. but, but I did test it in my own car when I was on dog walks tonight. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Yeah. Mm. Did not well, work. They go into the woods now. And uh, Franklin gets killed with the chainsaw. And honestly, none, I don't think a single person cared. No, I, I was imagine, happy about it. I can't imagine anyone, even in 1974 when this came out, was like, oh my god, no, Franklin. Nobody cared about any of these characters. You cared, you cared about Sally because of her pants. I'm you know. <laughs> but that's the thing. is like, you know, and also the fact that, as I said, the intro just tells you that Sally and Franklin are going to be the last two survivors. Which, yeah, and you know, you want to know what's funny is because I've seen this movie <clears throat> before. In my head, mm-hmm. I thought because he's like because he's disabled, I thought he was the first to go. I forgot entirely about Franklin existing in the film. That's how little yeah. people care about Franklin. Well, Franklin, um, I remember Rob Zombie when he made House of a Thousand Corpses, which again, another movie completely inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, and he talked about how, like, one of the reasons why he gave the killers in that so much personality is he's, you know, he goes, he said, nobody went to Texas Chainsaw Massacre giving a shit about fucking Franklin. He's like, it was all about the family. That's what we wanted to see. Damn. And that that was literally his exact quote is no one went to Texas Chainsaw Massacre giving a giving a shit about fucking Franklin. Okay, so I'm not an asshole for saying it. Good. Yeah. So Rob Zombie said that, yeah, of when he uh, made House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, so Sally starts running, and uh, Leatherface is after her, and then she just lets herself in like everybody else does uh, at the house. 
Yep, runs upstairs, which is the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's a great fucking call, Sally. And she finds mom and dad, or grandma and grandpa, right? Grandma and grandpa, yeah. yeah. Grandma and grandpa, and grandma's <clears throat> missing her face, and grandpa looks like he's dead. Because that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, he's obviously dead. You get some psycho shit. You can tell they pulled some shit from psycho in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Which and, also is based on Ed Gein, by the way. When the fuck was Ed Gein... When was he running rampant? Because Psycho came out in the like 50s. 1950, like 1954, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. God, Ed Gein. I haven't watched True Crime on him in a long time because I feel like everyone thinks he's just overplayed. Yep. 1957, he was arrested. Then when the fuck did Psycho come out? Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm looking at Ed Gein's, uh, uh, let's see, popular culture. 1960. Interesting. And the novel was 1959, so it was still two years after uh, Ed Gein. Life is wild. And you have to remember, like, fucking, you know, shit shit like that, that that lasts in the cultural impact for at least a decade. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. no, you know, like, I mean, like, the, you notice we're all still watching true crime. I fall asleep to true crime every night. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know to so, these people's so, stories. So so think of Ed Gein happening in 1957. People would, st- you know, literally about 20 years, people still talk about that sort of shit, you know? I mean, I remember, you know, 20, 30 years, actually, because I remember, th- remember growing up— um, you know, in the nineties where fucking Charles Manson was like the coolest fucking thing to like my little, you know, my little fucking group. And he's in Britain. Yeah. You know, um, and that was still like fucking what, like 30 years after the fucking Tate LeBlanca murders. So, you know, um, it's one of those things. It just stays in the cultural, in the culture once it happens. I know entirely. Um, Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, uh, one second. Yeah, go on. I'm going to sneeze. Well, I'm just like, we're honestly skipping so far. Like, there are so many little details that I took notes on that I'm just like, <laughs> that we can't bless you, that we keep, like, skipping ahead on because everything's just completely unnecessary. You know? I mean, the- <laughs> do you want us to be like Sally screams? She runs a little bit. Sally screams again. Oh, no, not like she that. Run- not, like, yeah, no, exactly. Not- <laughs> like, that's. Yeah. No, not so- like that. And that's not even what I wrote down. I just am like, yeah. like, even succinctly, even succinct notes. I'm just like, this is all garbage. So I just, I just stopped scrolling. I'm just going from memory now. So, but where yeah. were we? <laughs> uh, Sally just jumped out the window. The first of many windows she will jump out. <laughs> I thought she only jumped out two. Who jumped out the other window? Because there's two window jumpers. Yeah, no, they're both her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's the first of uh, the, the first, first window, window jump. she jumps out of. Yeah. The first window jump, and she's running, and he's coming after her, and she's back in the woods again, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and he is clearly close enough to chop off her head with the chainsaw. Yeah. And then the next shot, he is suddenly like eight feet behind her. Yes, it's clearly like the director was like, you need to run slower. Yeah. Um, also, like, um, I don't know, like, you need to seem like you're more fucked up while you're running, like talking to Sa- the character of Sally. Like, I, d- I don't know. It just doesn't make. And this is when we get the fact that she's running through the woods in for far too long and her pants are fine. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, it's literally not until she's in the gas station that her pants are suddenly dirty. It's true. So she runs to the gas yeah. station. She meets um, the cook. And yeah. the, in fact, yeah. in fact, I will say she jumps out of the um, she jumps out of the window. Her pants are grass stained and ripped. Mm-hmm. The next shot when she's running, they are no longer grass stained. Yep. It's not until she's in the fucking uh, gas station that they are that they are stained again. Yep. Correct. Correct. And this is where we learn that the cook is a part of that family and he's not a good person. He keeps this is one of those other things where he keeps repeating the same line over and over and over again, where he's just like, take it easy. Don't worry. You'll be safe soon. You're safe now. And does it for like so, so long. Um, He also manages to incapacitate someone with a broomstick much more efficiently than anyone could possibly be incapacitated with a broomstick. No, it's true. And it's not even the hard end of the broomstick. That's the thing. I'm like, yeah. like the Wizard of Oz, like the Wicked Witch of the West is like rolling in her grave being like, yes, finally. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. He incapacitates, and then he continues to do use the broomstick in like the soft end, hitting her while they're in his truck. Going yeah. back to Leatherface's house. Yeah. So they they get back there, um, and the hitchhiker's there. He's grabbing roadkill, um, and uh, Drayton calls him a nap-haired idiot. Starts hitting him with the broomstick. Mm-hmm. And I told you to stay away from the graveyard. So is this their dad? Um, I thought he was their dad. It turns out he's their older brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I See, these are things the, that the this is these are things that the world wants to know. So thank God we're yeah, telling no, them. Like not until fifty years yeah, later. Not until, we, not until Wikipedia um, did I learn. Like well, I did a deep dive into Texas Chainsaw Massacre like a couple, about a couple years ago. Um, that I learned that that's actually their older brother because I for the longest time was convinced that was their dad. Yeah, no, I was too. He looks like their dad. Yeah. Um, so they drag her into the house and, uh, he's, look what your brother did to the door. He's got no pride in his house. And, uh, I so missed that t- line entirely, which is, oh, yeah. I wanted to say to you while, while, um, while he's chasing her through the woods, right? The woods are all full of like shrubbery and brush and like thorns and like really unkempt, um, weeds and twigs and all that stuff and he starts in order to get to her like chainsawing a bunch of the like wood and stuff and i'm like oh good he's he's putting the chainsaw to good use good yes we love that um so yeah she's in she's in the fucking she's in the house they take the um what is it they have like a potato sack over her head they take it off yeah and um they say they're going to give her dinner soon and she's yeah. screaming and then liberty mutual is like liberty 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 and um <laughs> i also say you know he has a very they have a very tasteful skeleton lamp that they have her next to yes yes they have a skeleton lamp and then overhanging is like a skin lamp um over overhanging yeah. the dining room table um, I don't know. I mean, like, I'd be scared if I was the actress. I think that she did a phenomenal job in this scene. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably. I've, I've, I have always been bothered by how much screaming she does. I there is too much screaming in this movie. There's too much. So my mother is like out here. My mother and like Errol and I are watching in the living room, and my mother is out here writing invitations to my brother's girlfriend's baby shower. Right, and then mm-hmm. um. 
And she's like, Jesus fucking Christ, can someone shut that bitch up? Because <laughs> she just keeps <laughs> screaming. <laughs> yeah, There's so yeah. much screaming. So, so, so they spend a good, it feels like fucking five minutes to get the grandpa down the stairs. I know it's not five minutes, but it feels like it takes about that long. It feels like an hour. Yeah. And, so, and grandpa's uh, alive. Yeah, and he starts sucking the uh, blood out of her finger, which, like as I said, they really cut uh, Marilyn Burns's finger. So he, that um, actor is really sucking her finger. Yeah, that actor is really sucking her blood. Yeah, that's not sanitary. Um, but anyway, I mean, I get it. Indie filmmaking, but um, but I mean, also, not, I, I I can't claim I've never sucked anyone's blood. Oh so, well, I'm definitely know. I've definitely done that, but like on the fly, yeah. like something like that yeah. seems a little much. But again, we were not alive then. Um, the, uh, also it's completely huge. Also, what the fuck about this movie? How is that person still alive? How is the grandfather alive? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It does not mean he literally like, I don't know. There's, I don't think you've seen this, but there's a character in SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, who's like this old tiny, like million year old little fish lady who's like upset about chocolate. And Spongebob's trying to sell chocolate, and she's like, chocolate? I remember when they first invented chocolate. I always hated it. And then, no, it wasn't Spongebob, but someone's trying to sell chocolate. It was like a rejuvenation thing for your skin, and she buys the whole thing. But anyway, she looks like this shriveled-up prune where there's no way she's alive. I get that it's a cartoon, but that's the grandfather in this movie. Where yeah. How the fuck is this person alive? Yeah, well... And no. he's the greatest killer of all time. He was, because he's not a very good killer in this movie anymore. He can't hold the knife or the sledgehammer no, the or hammer, anything. The, the hammer, hammer, the sledgehammer. Yeah. He, yeah, he can't do it. Yeah. So, shut up, you bitch hog. That was, uh, that's, that's my, uh... That's Shakespeare. I'm just yes. kidding. <laughs> that is not Shakespeare. I'm sorry, William, Bill. William Shakespeare's Texas Chainsaw Master. That would be such a better film. You know... Uh, especially, especially big that he would have written it how many centuries before Texas was discovered, <laughs> or, or I'm sorry, not discovered, taken from Mexico. Um, yes. Yep. 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 You Amen. know. But uh, yeah, so they start fighting amongst themselves, um, and eventually they they decide to let Grandpa do it, and uh, eventually he can't Grandpa hold the sledgehammer. <laughs> yep. Eventually, Grandpa drops the hammer enough that uh, she takes the time to run and does her second window jump. Yes. And she goes to the road. She runs yeah. to the road, and uh, we have the hitchhiker and Leatherface, like, running after her. And somehow she, like, is able to do it. She's able to do it and get to the road. And conveniently now, there are people actually driving on this road where we have never seen another car before. Yeah. Yeah, I had no problem with with the trucker, but the fact that then a moment later there's a guy in a pickup always bothered me. That makes sense. You also never learn what happens to the trucker. Yeah, he kind of just disappears. He does. He, he does. Just yeah. Like you just like but, the, no. The big issue with me was that mm -hmm. they could have just driven off in the truck in the Big Mac yeah. truck. And they didn't. Yeah. They left out the passenger side thing and started running when he only had a wrench. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I'm like, drive, you fucking idiots. What are you doing? Yeah, well, you know, as I said, they, otherwise, then you wouldn't have gotten a chance to see um, 
you know, Leatherface's uh, interpretive dance at the end of the film. That's the, the most song, gorgeous. So is, Sally lives. Yeah, which is a very <laughs> iconic shot, honestly, of him doing the it dance is. with the chainsaw. And her in and, the back yeah. of the pickup truck. Her in the back of the pickup yeah. truck. Huge, iconic thing. Yeah. Where, and, yeah, and the, she, goes, she starts screaming, but then the screaming turns into laughter. Yeah, yeah. And then his dance at the end, absolutely iconic. But you watch the movie and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And, this movie's um, still making a shit ton of money, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, you know, it's it's just... it. By the way, the uh, the hitchhiker, um, his corpse is referred to as Nubbins in uh, part two, which is why I think that could just be a nickname. Nubbins. So he dies. He got hit. By oh the, yeah, he the got truck. hit by the truck. He got hit by the truck. Duh. Yeah. But yeah. also, he got run over by the truck, so his corpse has to be in pieces. Um, it's not in good condition in part two. <laughs> I will not watch part two. Okay. <laughs> no. Part two is amazing. What? Part two, part two is a brilliant because here's the thing: Toby Hooper didn't want to make the same type of movie over and over again. He felt that like Halloween two and fucking um, Friday the Thirteenth just kind of repeated. Part two is a dark comedy. Part two is like campy and over the top, and it's like there's a reason why Bill Mosley is such a big name in horror. Mm-hmm. Because as as the uh, the other brother Chop Top, who was in Vietnam during mm-hmm. uh, during Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, he's just amazing. And like, and there's a weird love story with fucking Le- Leatherface falling for like the uh, the main girl of the film. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, we're like Leatherface doesn't want to kill her because he obviously has a crush. Um. And uh, yeah, and Drayton returns mm-hmm. and you uh, Drayton is winning um, a chili contest all around Texas. Ew. Yes. Yes. That it's actually uh, their victims that they've been making in the chili. Makes sense. It's very sweet. Yeah. out of them. And uh, Dennis Hopper is in is in uh, that one, too. Um, Maybe I'll watch is... it if ever I want to like like smoke weed and hate myself for a minute. I'll enjoy it even more. It's, um, yeah, no, I absolutely, I absolutely 100% love, um, part, part two. Wild. Yeah. I, like, I, I cannot, you know, um, but yeah, no, Dennis Hopper is Sally and Franklin's uncle. And he's a, he's a, uh, Texas Ranger. And there's a fucking chainsaw duel. At the end of the movie, where he goes after the family. That's miraculous. Yeah, and it's him and Leatherface doing a fucking duel with chainsaws. Well, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm going to sleep tonight, but maybe tomorrow after work. Like, (laughs) Yeah, no, I 100% recommend anyone to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um... It's it's just and the fact that it's the same director and that he just wanted to do something completely different if he was going to do a sequel. Um, yeah. I respect that so fucking much because so many directors would have literally just been it's just a different group of teenagers find themselves in the house this time. Yeah, you're right. Be- because it, because, in fact, so many of the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels are exactly that. Yep. Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So it's I, I cannot recommend part two more. Um, part two is my, you know, we're gonna we're gonna touch on the remake next week, which uh, you know, I've said many times, I think is one of the, the 20 best horror films of the 2000s. I um, fucking love that movie. Yeah, yeah, like our, our episode's gonna be so much longer next week because we're we're pretty much done. <laughs> like, you know. No, we're done. Um, we didn't even take a break. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, you know, like, uh, we're going to be talking about that next week, but, uh, I will say, um, out of the original, uh, continuity, um, which has, uh, cause here's the weird thing about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboots pretty much every fucking sequel, except for part two. Huh. That's so interesting. Because part three kind of pretends part two didn't happen. Is it a different director? Uh, yes. Embarrassing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, the, then, um, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, no one knows where that even fits in the continuity of any of them. That's the one Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger before they were stars. Okay. That's Errol was bringing that up too. It was just like, oh, so you're going to talk about the remake. Is that the one with Matthew McConaughey? I was like, no, but I didn't yeah, know what no. the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, no, it's technically part, uh, four. And uh, um, uh, he plays uh, what is his name, Vilmer, who is another one, who is another brother in the family. There's um, so many brothers. Yeah, no, there's a ton of brothers in the family. Um, and uh, according to the video game, there's also two sisters, but we never met them. Um, but we do meet one sister in uh, in part four, um, oh. who is actually who is actually like a professional businesswoman. Um, who's like, I think she's like a real estate agent or something. And like, no one suspects she's a member of the family. Um, cause like one of the, one of the, uh, Renee Zellweger's character goes to her, goes like for help when she sees this like professional looking woman driving. And, uh, she takes her back, she takes her back to the house. I hate that. I think I have to watch all of this now. I really didn't want to. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I Well, I'll tell you, like, you don't have to watch part three. <laughs> um, Okay. Part three is not good. Um, part, you know, and then of course there's Texas Chainsaw, um, which you there's know, so many. Like just yeah, like like Errol was gonna I, I, keep talking, bringing up Errol, and he was so overwhelmed. Like, which one is it? <laughs> yeah, and then there's the one that was on Netflix, which um, they they pulled the Halloween thing again, where they pretend that none of the other sequels happened except for part one. Um, where Sally is now a sheriff in that one or some shit, even though they didn't get, um, they didn't get, uh, the, you know, uh, the original actress because she passed away. Yeah, she passed away, Uh so they couldn't get her. Um, but yeah, no, it becomes a mess after, uh, watch part two, watch the remake, and then ignore the rest of them. That's really my advice for the fucking, yeah, like, let me see, there's one, two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies in the franchise. Damn. Yeah. And that was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yep. Yep. And in fact, what's funny is there's the ten, and then there's ones that never got made. There's a whole. Uh, there's a movie called Butcher Boys, which was actually a. Uh, uh, it was written as a sequel, and then something happened, and it just became a different horror movie um, that goes into like 
uh, like uh, the cities in Texas. Oh. And in that one, there's a whole like fucking uh, building that um, after all the shit happened, this cannibal family moves into and they just like make the they have the entire building where they like torture and like rape and cannibalize people. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? And yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, and then there was um, Bill Mosley had written a script that um was basically chopped up in prison after Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, and then I think they never got the funding for that or something. You could still do it. You know, um, uh, there's a documentary about it on um on uh, Tubi. Oh, cool. Send it to me, so, please. So, so, yeah, but no, the whole fucking franchise is a mess at, at this point. Um, yeah. So I, I literally, I recommend watch, watch two, and then watch the remake, and then you're good. And then you're <laughs> done. Okay, yes, that's what I'll do. you don't have to watch the other eight films. You really don't. The one on Netflix <laughs> recently t- takes place now. And it's the one where fucking Leatherface, it's literally like what they did with Halloween, because Leatherface is like 70 in it. Oh. And it's like a bunch of like fucking TikTokers um, are going to buy a town and re- and like gentrify it. And Leatherface lives there. And uh, there's the scene where he goes into like the party bus and uh, one of them is like, dude, you are so canceled. And then he like kills everybody with chain with the chainsaw. Did you watch this? I did. I did watch it. Um, it's it's oddly and sadly not the worst one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's good. It is not good, but it is not the worst one. And that is that is a sad indictment on the franchise. But I will tell you, the franchise gets rebooted so much that literally when, when my friends were complaining about it, I actually would tell them, don't even bother worrying about it because you know when they make the next one, this one's not going to be, it's not even going to be in the canon anymore. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, what goes yeah. on with that. That's, yeah. that's, wow, fuck. Okay, good. I know what yeah. my homework assignment is. And you know yes, what we're covering two. next week. <laughs> yep, and watch seriously, watch two, and then get back to me on that because I actually think you might actually love two. Well, no, I mean, like maybe I'll just touch on two while we talk about the remake. Yeah, it would be really yeah. fun. But uh, anyway, uh, that was our podcast about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre yeah, thank you for because they Massacre. took my baby away from me. From me, yes. Now I'm gonna listen to that song too. But thank you for joining us. Sorry we didn't really care for this movie very much, but next week, I mean, like, I personally just absolutely love it, and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, why don't you, uh, I'm gonna go fuck, I took a Mucinex, so that's why my nose is so fucking runny right now. I've been like... Mucinex is good for you, so... In case, yeah, in case anyone thinks I'm snorting coke, when I go off and, like, you hear snorting sounds, it's literally me fucking, like, wiping snot away from my fucking nose i mean like i feel like that's much more realistic like you know <laughs> it's okay you know, you're forgetting yeah. we're, we're, but, uh, we're why all don't you tell them 
Why don't you tell him where to find us, Chelsea, while I do that? Okay, go do that. <laughs> Quietly. I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, uh, again, I'm Chelsea Lestage. You can find me at Chelsea.Lestage on Instagram. And you can find Charles at Charles.D.Lincoln on Instagram. And then you can find us together. Together! At, <laughs> at CL Square Productions on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And we will keep bringing to you um, our reviews of, or these autopsies of these movies. And we will see you next week with uh, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm really fucking excited if you didn't know. And I, and I do want to, I do want to thank everyone who's actually been uh, listening and watching us for now. This is our 50th fucking episode. It is? Yep. So this Good is episode us. 50. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for being Holy there for shit. us. And, uh, you know, stay tuned for uh, the next 50, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. You know. We love you so much. I'm going to go pee. Yes. All righty. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you uh, next time. Uh, take care, we'll folks. We'll see you next week. Happy Halloween forever. Bye. Bye. <laughs>